material world and I am a material girl. You know that we are living in a material world and I am a material girl. You know where that is? Because these days you can be a girl and a boy at will. So today I am a chick. Can't you tell by my sexy voice? Oh. Sounds like a... Danielle today, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Shout out to Danielle. You know, Mrs. Oh. Picklebear. Oh, Mrs. I've never actually met Mrs. Picklebear. I, I have once. I'm Very sure in, she must be a lovely lady. Yes, but I have to... Picklebear. No, but I have to shout out Mrs. Rocket Russell because I'm probably going to piss her off today. Because <laughs> there's a lot of rabbit holes that she can't get oh. out of. But let me introduce this bullshit. This is Invert the Y, episode Captain's Log, Stardate Log, 12.1.4.56. Who knows what we're fucking up to these days? And the USS Invert the Y is orbiting another Class M planet of retrodom and bullshit. This is the only podcast sponsored by its mother, empowered by the love of fairy bread, and he's back... Because he's awesome, and he's got some things to say. We've got Rocket Russell back. One text. That's all it was, wasn't it? One, One text. text. <laughs> dun, dun. And we're not just going to talk about Formula One today. That's the biggest thing. That, that blows my mind. My mind was blown yesterday when we started. I just put it out there. I, was just, I thought, you know what? Mm. I, he hasn't given me a topic other than Formula One. Let, let, let's... Let's cast the bait out there and see if it takes. And mm-hmm. Fucking hell. Didn't it take? <laughs> Didn't you know what the story take? is? Before I, before I reveal the topic, no bullshit, Jason Relaxation, who's also part of this bullshit podcast, but I don't introduce him anymore because we can assume that he's here because if he's not here, I'm not here, right? Because you know why? Because he doesn't know how to well, turn on the buttons. How, I don't know so how to he do does the, the buttons. I, he knows how to press the buttons to make this thing work. Other than that, I don't know. It's, I'm just talking to myself, which I do <laughs> repeatedly. It's like, it's like business as usual. I talk to myself all the fucking time. The only problem with that is you always know the answer. That's right. Yeah, you when only you, need to worry when you start sort of responding to yourself. Then you're in shit. I do, and oh sometimes God. I argue I'm with myself. Trouble. Don't you ever do that? You walk down the street and go, fuck, you're an idiot. You know, and you actually talk about you know what? I do it for the fun of it. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say that's just Kingswood, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. But Jason Relaxation's here. We do have a topic of the show, but before we get to that, reason why I sang that song, Material Girl by Madonna, Stranger Things Season 3 has started, and one of the songs that was in that, because that's set in the 80s, obviously, was Material Girl by Madonna, so it's stuck in my huh. head. So Microsoft have been hinting about something going on with the Stranger Things universe. They've tweeted out today they're, something about they're, that. Yeah, they're tweeting well. out about win, the original Windows, and, which is obviously a 1980s throwback, and Stranger Things, they're going to do something together, so it's going to appear in, a, in an episode coming soon. I'm only up I'm only up to episode two so far of Stranger okay. Things. Have you ever watched so, it? I'm sitting here looking at you with a dumbfounded look. You've never watched I it? I haven't actually watched you it. you got Netflix, right? Oh, of course I've got Netflix. Do yourself go, a favor. Go, do yourself a, go home and watch it. No bullshit. Yeah? Yeah, seriously. It's if you awesome. haven't seen that, if you haven't you seen ever Black seen... Mirror, they're the two you Oh, need to yeah, see. yeah, no, you've got to go home and watch it, man. I've seen a few episodes of Black Mirror that really did my fucking head. Yeah, Stranger Things will too. Yeah, shout out to Sirius Sam, who can't even take that either. He, he struggled with Black Mirror. Oh, look, I was told to watch certain episodes. You had to watch certain episodes to get. The, the yeah, feel there's for some episodes it. you don't watch. Just like, I, you skip the ahead, they're, man. They're, so they're not a, there's not a continuation. No. So you just uh, watch I've, the ones you're well, interested in. Well, it kind of is actually. It yeah. actually is. is it's it? a, yes, it, very very broadly speaking, Mir- uh, Black Mirror is a kind of sort of uh, continuation of uh, the universe, 
And the more you watch it, the more you'll actually get to see that things are interrelated. But they're at different time periods in this sort of parallel. Oh, you see Easter eggs in there. You see Easter eggs, but it is kind of related. But if you do yourself a favour, I think you'll absolutely love Stranger Things. The first season was great. The second season was great as well. But I'm only up to the second episode of the third season, which just popped on the uh, Netflix a couple of days ago at the okay. time of this recording. Yes, You'll probably. love it. It's set in the 80s. It's all the things that we love about the 80s <sighs> all rolled into one. It reminds me of the Goonies. It reminds me of um, Stand By shuffle, Me. Truffle, it remi- truffle Shuffle. Yeah, yeah, Truffle Shuffle. Truffle Shuffle. Yeah. It's awesome. It's so cool. And it reminds me of a Stephen King novel come to life on the screen. It's it's cool. Um, can't comment on what the third season's like at the moment. So I'm only at the start of it, but I loved it. I'll have to have a look. That's a. That, what, was that your uh, that your, was, your your iPhone 3G, or was that the uh, oh yeah the J- Samsung? Jason Relaxation's <laughs> giving me a present. This is the iPhone 3G. I think it's it my very first iPhone. I can't believe how far we've come in terms it's, of smartphones. How look how look at the small. Fu- funnily it enough, that's what she said. It was fat as. That's what she said. No, she didn't. <laughs> no, she didn't. <laughs> in reality, it's not actually. It feels fat. But it's not. It's not actually. It's just that bad, bad design. Look how small yeah. it is. It is. Yeah. It's like, got these it's like really looking at a picture of Europe um, plastered over Australia. You can't yeah. imagine doing much stuff with that. Like when you look at the screen size. That, that was revolutionary, that. Yeah, but look device. at the size of the bezels on it. Yeah. yeah. They're massive. Look at the bezels. Look at the bezels. Where's my front facing camera? No such thing. Uh, was there, uh, was there not one? No, there, was one, was there, there wasn't one. No, so that came much selfies later. weren't even a thing. Surfies, these selfies weren't well, even you know, We've all watched of. the um, you know, the Australian provider of internet services ad where we weren't ready for the 4G selfie thing. Mm. No. Uh, so it's a 3G phone, no selfie. That's it. So there's a re- because we got 4G, we could have selfies. <laughs> so there's a really... And because of 5G, we can open our cars. Oh, and we mate, fuck that ad shit. That, we can get brain tumors. That's a, that's a fucking rabbit hole. <laughs> this episode, by the way, is rabbit holes. Oh, it is uh, Again, I apologise to Mrs. Rocket Russell. Shout out to her because I think I'm going to fuck up Rocket Russell today <laughs> because I've got a massive rabbit hole. But no, it's not the one that you and I want to talk about. Oh. But get, just going back to the... Do you know what's funny about that? What? what? I've had that for... This, oh, is, the, this is the iPhone yeah, I've, re- I've had that for a very long time, clearly. Yeah. Um, I haven't treated it well. No. I've fine. had a Samsung for like a couple of months and I've already cracked the shit out of it. So... Oops. But look at the difference, man. Like, Look how small the camera is on the back. It's only like one lens... Right, the camera array on the back of this thing is almost bigger than that fucking. Phone. Yeah, hmm. have, have you seen the leaked images of the iPhone 11? Well, there's a reason. He, the big four, the, the big, big four square. thing, the square thing. But look at this. Man. There's a reason he quit. That design does not yeah, go well. Terrible. There's a home button. It's going to be interesting. Oh, I'm sort of glad I didn't hold out. Mm. No, it now. looks bad, man. There's a there's a physical home button on the iPhone 3G. It was up until recently. Yeah, but I can't believe how small it is, and the bezels are really big and chunky. And, and I think it's still where I've probably got a charger somewhere. It's the old charger too. I've it's got one. Thirty pin. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've got a thirty pin laying around somewhere at home. Oh, this is we 16, charge it up. Yeah. Sixteen gigabytes internal memory by the looks of it, which back I've then was got massive. More, more RAM than that, haven't we? <laughs> I do. Yeah, that's insane. But that's not the topic of the show. Topic of the show. We've got something to discuss here, and this is what's blown my mind. It's rocked my world, and this is why. Rocket Russell says, you know what? Unbelievably, we won't talk about F1. We're going to talk about Bob Lazar, and we're going to talk about the Netflix documentary that has appeared on probably within the last month or two. Can I throw in an extra in there? We should talk about the podcast with Joe Rogan as well. Yes, that's what I'm going to throw in as well. The whole Bob Lazar Lazar thing. So I was going to get to that. So Bob Lazar, long story short, 
he was a guy that came out in 1989 and he went to the media and said, guess what, folks? I used to work at S4. Yes, but that was in Area 51. And I worked in a part of Area 51 called S4. Mm. And he's a guy that is a physicist. Physicist, yep. And he is a propulsion expert. And his job when he went to S4 was to work on... uh, Reverse engineering. Reverse engineering, deconstructed or soon to be deconstructed alien aircraft or spaceship, whatever you want to call it, and try and work out its propulsion technology. And when he was there, he claims he saw some really wacky shit. And so he went to the media on this in 1989, some years after he left Area 51 slash S4. 89 was the year he was working there, wasn't he? No, he left. He left. He went to, he went to uh, what's his name, George Knapp. I think he's, that's his name. Yeah, George Knapp. He's the yeah, guy so that- George Knapp took, yeah. took a couple of years yeah. to investigate yeah. and stuff. So yeah. he left, and I, re- and I think it's- I'm, I'm trying to remember why he left. Was it because he was caught with his friends yeah, looking at alien yeah, spacecraft? Yeah, so the, I think the story there is he actually got busted. He he, he had the flight schedule for these test yes, flights. And, they, and they went up on the hills on a Wednesday. And he, he took his friends there. And they, they got a little bit careless. Apparently, they had like a camper van at one point, yeah. uh, you know, all well, yeah, lit up as, as, as if it wasn't going to get noticed. He right? was the reason that they extended the uh, perimeter. Correct. He's the reason they extended yeah. it. Yeah. Well, actually, he was the guy originally that said that there were plans that the US government were going to extend Area 51, hmm. right? He actually broke that story. And a few years later in the 90s, they Area did. 51 yeah. actually was expanded. So Bob Lazar is a very... Mind this, you, can I just stop you yep. there? Because the recap and the summary you gave then was far more insightful and deep than the Netflix Don't special. go there yet. <laughs> we will go there. We will go there, right? We will, we will go in two rabbit holes here, right? Firstly, we'll go down the rabbit hole of the Joe Rogan podcast that he appeared on in a, a few weeks ago at the time of this recording with the director that shot this, this Netflix series, which is called, by the way, what is Ger- it? Uh, UFOs. Bob Lazar, and- UFOs, and Area 51, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's like yeah. the most lame, uncreative he, title ever. Yeah, he, he was on this Netflix series, which has been shot, which is a recent, I guess, catch-up of where Bob Lazar is, right? But let's go back to what Bob Lazar is is and who he is and why he's so prominent in the ufo community right ufos in the 80s were big business on, they're a big I, deal are we going to continue with ufos or are we going to go with the uafs as per the yeah. new so they keep changing the nomenclature <laughs> uh, well okay yeah. you guys know more about this than i do mm. so. no it's okay i'm only being a shit story. no 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 well the general public knows the U- UFO. UFO. But the military now refers to them as UAFs. What's that stand for? Unidentified... Uh, aerial phenomenon. Phenom- yeah, that's it. Okay, right. So in the 80s, even before even that, probably... No, the can't be F. <laughs> what other? Is it UAP? UAP, yeah. Fucking idiots. <laughs> so you guys know about this more than I do, right? Yeah, so I'm going to have to... massive yeah, yeah. yeah, Okay, so jason relaxation i'll give you some background rocket russell he was part of seti at one point you know what that is oh yes search search, search for extraterrestrial intelligence mm-hmm. he went down the fucking rabbit hole of rabbit That's holes a big rabbit hole to go mate down. i'm telling you now you're going to leave here today with rabbit holes that you can't get out of and i'm going to give you another one before you go home as a homework assignment oh, oh. no bullshit right oh, no. so you guys know more about this than i do right but bob lazar he was in the rabbit hole of saying, I worked in this area of Area 51 called S4. Mm-hmm. My job was as a propulsion expert, because he was a guy, as a, as a younger guy, 
for hobbies and fun and shits and giggles, would put jetpacks on the back of his motor on his uh, push bike. Mm-hmm. He had right? a daily driver, a Honda Civic with a jet motor in it that he drove around town. I have yeah. a feeling that would not be street legal. Here. No. Well, Maybe in Nevada. It's, no, it's America. It's done. Hmm. seen some of the they don't crap care, you can put on the road there. They don't care, man. Oh, it's ridiculous. They don't care. Here it wouldn't be street legal. No. Nowhere near. So he had some he had some street cred, right? Now the story with him is he claims, and it's almost been substantiated by some people that have come forward in the recent uh history of things. He was a graduate of MIT. Caltech. So he's Yep. Mm-hmm. He's no dummy. He's a physicist. He's a propulsion expert. I believe he has a master's in it, doesn't he? Well, well, he, suppo- it, supposedly, supposedly yeah. they wiped that. Record, and I think yeah. he's got some chemistry background because his current job is working in a laboratory, basically. I think dispatching chemicals to. No, it's actually not, an interesting. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting, interesting stuff they've got yeah. on there. I was on there last night, and I'm really. I had to resist. You're going to buy some, some the, kits. They got this putty stuff that looks. Mm. I really want. To he sells kits, doesn't he? So if he you sells want educational anything. kits, basically. Yeah. 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 But it, no, he's expanded. Have you been on there recently? No. Oh, you can buy anything. Yeah. Anything. Nice. Anything yeah. in that sort of. Have a feeling realm. our customs will. will so dumb. Will so well, we're not going to get uranium into. So the so really layman's terms. Very layman's terms. Remember the old chemistry kits you could buy yep. when we were kids, which were half the, I guess. Capabilities of what kids could buy and in the twice 50s, the toxicity, right? But in the fifties, you could buy full blown chemistry kits. Yeah, yeah. See, there was that one that got, was almost nuclear. That's right. But when uranium. we were kids growing up in the late seventies, eighties, they basically halved that bullshit, and now you can't buy them. Oh. Mm-hmm. But what he does is, if you want to buy a kit yourself and make your own sort of chemistry composition, a kit or whatever it is, he sells the raw samples or the raw materials in order to do that. That's mm. my understanding yeah. of what Bob Lazar he, does that, today. He does that. That's one section. But they seem to have expanded really quite um, massively. Yeah. Mm. From when I originally looked on their website. So a bit of publicity will do that to you. Yeah. Now, here's the thing with Bob Lazar, right? That's not what he's known for. No. What he's known for is... In the, if you're really in the rabbit hole of the UFO community or SETI or whatever it is, he's the godfather, really, of that community. Because he came out as one of the first people and said, listen... I worked in Area 51. I worked in S4, which was a part of uh, a, a, of this area where... Yeah, it was a bunker that, in the side of the mountain. It was a bunker in the side of the mountain where they had an alien spacecraft. He never really, as far as I'm aware, I could be very wrong, and I'm happy to be corrected here, he doesn't really elaborate on where that aircraft came from. As no, far as I'm aware. Well, he thinks is, it was an archaeological dig. Well, there's... Because the, there's meant to be nine of them, isn't there? I thought it was 19. No, I, oh, I thought there was nine. nine. He, nine. And, and it has a nine He in says it. it he said on different the, types, and some of them date back to an archaeological dig that no one's 100% sure of. Hmm. Yeah, on the Rogan podcast, which we'll get to, he claimed that it was an archaeological... Probably the most significant he said archaeological... He, he, he said he didn't know, but he, 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 he was told... That it was an archaeological dig. Yeah. He personally, but he did didn't not know. say it was from Roswell, yeah. which would have got a lot of people excited. Yeah, right? Roswell was a different thing altogether. Yeah. But he didn't yeah. say that. He could have, right? But he didn't. He said that he was reverse engineering this machine. He went into it. They deconstructed it, mm-hmm. and while he was doing that, they found some really interesting things. Firstly, how the fuck this thing moved from point A to point B was not of this world. In his in his opinion, mm-hmm. and while he was there, he said a couple of things. One of them was. There was a fuel that they found that pr- propelled the thing called Element 115. Element 115? Right. Which... And it wasn't on the periodic table at yep. that point of time. Yeah. No. Okay. Not on the pot- it wasn't even well. It wasn't yeah. back then. They didn't know yeah. what it was, and they they tried they tried to synthesize it, but they couldn't because it kept decomp- 
Basically, it kept shitting itself. But they got right? it to work for like two seconds or something, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they couldn't find a stable variant of yeah. it. But that that's just science, right? That They've done that with lots of particles where they, they throw fucking neutrons and things around until they make a particle. But at some point, they will find the stable variant. The and that could be hundreds of years from now, but they'll find it. Yeah. And then they can use it as a fuel yeah. source. But, th- but at that time... In his opinion, it didn't exist. And it yep. wasn't on the periodic table. And then guess what? In the 90s, it appeared no, on the periodic table. That was 2000s. 2004, I believe. It appeared on the periodic table, and it is now an element of the periodic mm-hmm. table. Right. So if I'm wrong in anything, pull me up, right? Because no, I'm no. not an expert on no, what no. was that. I just know enough to be dangerous, but I don't know enough to have a debate on it, right? So the thing with Bob Lazar is he said some stuff, and one of the other ones was... They're going to expand the, the area of Area 51 at some point because I've seen the blueprints of it, all right? And everyone's gone, holy shit. So he came forward in the in 1989 and he spoke to a local reporter about it. Have you seen the footage? It's pretty weird. He sits well, it's, in a, dark, it's, it's dark. He's blacked out. He blacks his face out, well, doesn't he? shadows in the van. Yeah. yeah. So the they've got, he didn't want to be identified. Dennis yeah. was his name. His name was yeah. Dennis. Dennis. Right, and he had the blurred out voice like, My name is Dennis. Right. He had all that shit. I sound like a sock puppet. <laughs> Hello, my name is Dennis. I am cute and funny. Right? So he was a sock puppet, but he had his face blacked out. Yeah. He was he was not known to the world as, as Bob Lazar or Robert Lazar, right? And so put that thing away. I can't talk with that fucking stupid sock puppet around. So this is what happened. And then the world went lit up and immediately people denied that he worked at Area 51 and the, yeah. and the government denied there was an S4. And then they did some basically stomping on his uh, his credibility. So certain little things would happen where he claimed he was a graduate at MIT and all of a sudden there were no records of him attending same the with school. Cal- Caltech. Same, same with Caltech. Same with, Caltech. He same with his time at, um, yeah, yeah. The, what was the laboratory he was at after that? Oh, the big the fancy. Yes. No, it was before the Vada. So, so anywhere else, yeah. he worked and anywhere he went to school or university, disappeared. they disappeared, right? And he kept saying, they're, they're stomping on my credibility, right? And then uh, he did some silly stuff as well, which was oh. in the 90s, he installed some cameras for a, for a brothel. Going back to a previous conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but in, that, <laughs> but in that part of the world, at that point in time, Prostitution was illegal. In Nevada, it still is. Okay, I don't know what American law is. but In some parts. In some parts. Certain counties in Nevada, it's still illegal. Yeah. Yes, but then there are places in Nevada where it's... Very legal. Well, Las Vegas, it's not. No, but it's the outskirts. The outskirts, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I don't know why. But but at the end of the day, he installed some cameras there because he had to feed himself because by this time in the early 90s... Oh, he was an outcast. He he was an outcast. Mm -hmm. He He was basically shunned from all communities... And no one really believed him apart from the diehard, rabid UFO believers, right? And good old Georgie. Exactly, right? And so he did. He installed some cameras in a brothel and people pointed more fingers at him going, this guy is a really shady character. He's making this story up to get some fame and fortune and all the rest of it. But really, long story short, he's maintained this story right up until today. Oh, still maintains it. And he I hasn't mean, wavered from it. Not at all. And I think the best... I mean... Some of the parts of his story, if you look back, some of them are a bit, uh, but there are little bits mm. and snippets that have sort of just popped out over the last few years where you think, holy crap, you know, he's, 
One of the ones that does it for me is his explanation of the gravity emitters. Mm. Three, was it he referred yep. to as trash cans on sticks, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it pushed something. And it pushed something. Yeah. There's another Netflix doco that's popped up about the American government and they're admitting there are UFOs as mm. such. And one of the pictures that's tabled, actually, you, it's not something you sort of, you'd notice unless you've got into the whole Bob Lazar thing, but there it quite clearly was, was the three... Trash cans mm, on sticks. Yep. It was like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, that's... it was kind of like um, really lame. I don't know shit about this stuff, but basically he, what he said was is that for a layman, it projected itself to a point and it pulled itself to that point. Well, no, sort it basically of, it bent, moved gravity. It moved, it moved gravity, gravity. So there's right? two components. There's two different things that he's talking about. The first one is the... Because I'm dumb. I don't yeah, know. yeah, so the first one is the basically anti-gravity project projection or whatever it is it's basically creating anti-gravity so it flies in the first place yep the second one is what it does is actually bend space and time so basically it'll and you know a good example and they talk about this i mean this is known physics where if you've got a blanket or something and you stick a heavy ball or a something in the middle other objects will roll towards it so what it's basically doing is creating that in the you know gravi- gravitational space I fucking space hated time. physics at school yeah. oh, that was my worst subject at school mine was just school I fucked it up in the HSC oh. I didn't do well at it but what I'm trying to do is establish who Bob Lazar is before we start nitpicking into yeah, so recent events right so yeah. he's a guy who you know, from a young age has been into science basically you know, mm. and-, and he got Recruited. This is his own words. He got recruited into a, a military program, which he thought was cool. And which fun. he thought was cool at the time as a very young guy. <laughs> Why 20s. wouldn't you do it? The, the the military came to him because they they his his words. They knew that he was a guy that was a. What the fuck was that? That's volume on my phone. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. You know what that is? It's the aliens are calling. This thing beats it. It's probably the FBI. FBI. The FBI are onto us, man. Yeah, yeah man. They're onto us, man. We're not even streaming the no. fucks. No, but that's how good their technology yeah, is. Yeah. Right. So, so what, what I'm trying to establish is he got recruited by the AGMG. military, right? And then they said, come and work for us because you're a supposed propulsion expert. We've got something you want. we want you to re- reverse mm-hmm. engineer. His accounts of... His working life are pretty interesting where he was basically, you don't ask questions, you get told to do what you've got to do, and you don't waver from that, right? No. And each, you don't each talk to anybody, split. Mm. you don't talk to anybody, you don't ask questions. And they were very careful with what they got to see. Yes. So they were sort of, you only get to go into this one room, so you yep. don't get to see the bigger, yep. broader picture. Now, yeah. now, people would have said that's bullshit, and very right up until quite recently... They said, well, everything you say about how you walked into work in terms of like how you clocked on and clocked off is bullshit. Because he claimed that he would put his hand, hand on a hand sensor mm-hmm. and it would read the bone the, length yeah, of length his of fingers, bones, which yeah. is unique to every, every individual, which I didn't know that, by the way, but it is. And he said, well, this device existed and that's how... You, you, you clocked into work at S4 and how you clocked out, mm-hmm. right? And everyone said, well, you you haven't got a leg to stand on because exist. it doesn't exist. We can't find any evidence of what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, what you're telling us about this facility is bullshit. But lo and behold, many, many years later, up until oh, well, very recently. Very, this year. This right? year, mm-hmm. 2019. Well, years, yeah. This thing's appeared, right? Yep. It's and appeared he's actually, in a couple of places, apparently. Yeah, it's appeared. Right, and he's gone, and and people have come to him with the photographic evidence and said, "Is that what you're talking about?" And he said, "Yes, it is." 
And so here's an interesting fact on that. What's that? So it's appeared in multiple places. One was in the US in other deep tech area or whatever it was. The other one was actually in the Soviet Union. And if you read deeply into his uh, story, early on, the Russians were working very, very closely with the United States. Well, I mean, in the word, the word paperclip th- pops up, doesn't it? Yeah, well, so they, times. Yeah. yeah, Operation Paperclip's more after World War Two, mm, where they recruited Nazi scientists yep. to work on their I don't propulsion. Know the, I don't know if you'd go as far as saying the word recruit. They were basically told, you come yeah, and work yeah. with us. You're going to Russia, you're mm-hmm. coming to America. And that is why modern-day NASA has a lot of Nazi uh, affiliation. Infl- well, not <laughs> affiliation because they were given. They had the technology for, for rocket propulsion, mm-hmm. and and therefore they were recruited. I'm going to use the word recruited um, to come and work for you know come and work for us. Otherwise, you're not going to have a much much yeah, of a good we life. Just crushed your country. We want that's you to right. come here. Mm. That's right. So Bob is uh, he that the thing that he was hanging on is in order for his story to be substantiated was. When I went into work, there was a hand scanner and I put my hand on it and I walked out after mm-hmm. work and I put my hand on it and that's it. And everyone said, well, what is this thing? It doesn't exist. Right, it doesn't exist, but guess what? It has appeared. Now, I can't verify if it's real or not because I haven't seen it, but that's what his claim was was hanging on and it's been substantiated. Well, I don't think anyone will ever see it because it's old tech, isn't it? No, it's really old, tech. old tech. Yeah. That's he reckons right. it was Apparently very unreliable. Were, yeah, unreliable. Yeah, unreliable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what he was clinging on to. So Bob Lazar, in in what I've understood of him, his story hasn't wavered one little bit from 1989 right till 2019. So we're talking about 30 years, mm-hmm. right? Look, no, he's stuck to his guns. Right. You know, which is... Yep. And he's seen some more sorts of shit, right? And he, var- oh. he, he validated that there was an element... That was element one one five. It didn't. It wasn't on the periodic table. Lo and behold, it went on the periodic table. Area fifty one would be expanded because he saw the plans, and it would be expanded in the nineties. Guess t- what? It well, happened. You're missing a really important piece. The way that he got busted in the first way. He had the test flight schedules, yes. right? And he was able to go, it's going to come at this time on this particular day. And lo and behold, they got fucking busted because they were watching these things yep. in the sky. Is that, what got, is that what cost him his job? That's what there? cost him everything. Yeah, right. Now, so I guess... The only reason he came out in the first place was because he knew he was in shit and he was worried and his friends were saying, you need to go public. If you don't go public, they're going to bump you off. That was my question to you guys because I can't remember how he went public and why he went public. That was the only reason he did it. He didn't want to. Yeah. But he's saying, if I don't go public, then they're just going to quietly bump me off and nobody ever know I existed. Yeah. But if I go public, they can't bump me off because then it starts the conspiracy theorists off. So, long story... Conspiracy theories don't really need much to get them... But that would be it, right? No. So, so long story short, this guy, for the layman, claims he's been inside of and outside of and reverse engineered an alien spacecraft. Right? part thereof. Part Part thereof. thereof. Yeah, they were tempted to. Cool. And like he says, you know, it goes in and out of storage. You know, Mm. they bring it out every 10 years or so. Well, that was interesting in itself. Like, the whole idea that they gave up and they keep giving up. So they every 10 years they go, do we now have the baseline technology to deconstruct yeah. this thing? Yeah. No. Nope. Because at away. the time they didn't have the technology to even deconstruct and it. Or who knows how long it. they've been trying to deconstruct this thing? It could oh. be 100 years. Yeah, they don't know. Well, he hmm. never says how long 
the well, things been there. Well, imagine that's not saying you'd know, is it? No. It's not saying that they're going to no. go, oh, look, we've had this yeah, but, I want, but I want to know how he knows it was excavated or it was an archaeolog- archaeological No, find. apparently they got briefed. So they, they, they were given briefs as part of their yeah, thing. Yeah, he, he read all the briefings. He read all the briefings, but then it, it was included in those briefings yeah. or hearsay on, on the base. Yeah. Now, I just yeah. want to establish his story a little bit before we go into modern-day Bob Lazar because that's what we really want to get down to, the nuts and bolts of it. A couple of things waver his characterization a little bit in my opinion and i want you guys to pull me up short if i'm incorrect or you disagree the first thing was he was working for a brothel installing installing cameras who gives a fuck right but he yep. did it and people were saying the only reason You're a sh-. he did it to yeah. survive and it was money right and, and he had come out and said that didn't he have much. a camera shop or he was a survivor we had a security yeah, he business in, he, was, he was into yeah security so and making but money, people making po- money. but people poked holes in him as a as a defamation Which, of his character in the right? united states you know that, right? that that is a big deal okay sex is a you know in a, in a very christian country goes around really well when so so here's the thing people poked holes at him for that all right that's i'm just trying to put yep, yep. poke negatives on his character yep the other thing, and we can say, okay, we can counteract that because the second one is his history suddenly got erased. Mm-hmm. Like his his uh, appearance at MIT, uh, his graduation from Caltech, Caltech right? his years at all the, that stuff, the lab. all his years working in a lab, all the people that he claimed were working with him at S4, none of them said that he worked, apart from one, we'll get to it. They, that was a that was a smear on him as well. So that's another. He's had a couple of people come out. Yeah, we'll get to it. And right? he's apparently got names, but he doesn't. But want in eighty nine, the but, shit that goes down yeah, with but, knowing Bob Lazar. Yeah, exactly. but what I'm saying is, in nineteen eighty nine to the mid nineties or thereabouts, there were negatives thrown at him to oh. try and to, to try and cover this all up and to try and make him sound a little bit worse than he actually was. Mm-hmm. And so these that are the still thi- happens. I mean, during the documentary, he we got raided get to by it. the FBI. We'll get to it. We'll get to that fucking documentary, right? We'll get to it. But what I'm saying is, before all of that, he they said, "Well, there's no evidence you worked. You were you graduated from MIT or Caltech. You didn't work at this facility because all the people you named, they don't know who you mm-hmm. are. This hand scanner that you claim that you used to clock in and out of doesn't exist. Um, you are known to have worked with a brothel, which at the time was illegal." Installing security cameras were there, and the other that one would, that, that part would still be illegal. Yeah, <laughs> but the other fuck up, the other fuck up Oops. was that he claimed to have seen an alien. Mm-hmm. Right now, he's since retracted that, which is a mistake. They he should never really have retracted said it. it. He said he's now. He's saying I don't. It was a glimpse. It was a glimpse. But it at wasn't the time, yes, at the so, time. Yeah. No, hear me mm. out. At the time, he said, "If I'm a skeptic, right? So I want to play a little bit of a skeptic role here, right? To try and balance this out, mm-hmm. right?" So we, we, we don't have a love affair with Bob Lazar because I secretly do, right? Because I want to believe because it's, it's not it, – it's what? There's a book right there that Russ might be interested in reading. Oh, that, yeah. Don't do that. I'm trying to – It's not dynamic. You fuck me up it? all the time with that shit. <laughs> you fuck me up. I was thinking, don't do that. I'm just trying to work out, is it Mr. Angry, Mr. Yeah, Happy? Yeah, right. He fucks me up all the time. <laughs> he, he does that shit and then yeah. I can't remember and he knows I've got a shit memory. Okay, right? so we're on the, third, we're on the last of your points – I've fucked up now. He's fucked me. He always does it. He, he interrupts me or he does that shit and now I can't remember. And now I will go on a rant because he does it all the fucking time, right? I say something and he goes, oh, well, look at this. Oh, I, I, I interrupt. Mm. Fucking, you're an idiot. Now I can't remember. You fuck. Nice. And you know what he'll do? He'll cut it all out because then it'll look like he's innocent. I'll just walk away in a minute, mate, and turn it off. <laughs> That's what he'll do. Now, what I'm trying to say is 
there were a couple of little things that didn't quite make sense, and I'm talking about during the 90s, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And so the things were the hand scanner, where is it? The colleagues that you said you work mm-hmm. with, where are they? Your, your, your history with graduating from MIT, Caltech, where is it, right? The people you went to school with, like I'm talking Caltech, MIT, because mm-hmm. they call it school over there, yep. who are they? They don't know who you are, right? Because we'll get to all of this, why they might have done that, right? But the third, the, the last point I want to make is the one little fuck-up that I think he might have made was I saw an alien. And then later on he retracted that by saying mm-hmm. it was probably a mock-up doll because what we discovered in the alien spacecraft was a giant chair, right, or some kind of console where a, a, a being might have sat in and they, they were playing with a doll potentially or a mock-up of this this uh, uh, figure to try and ascertain how big it would be mm-hmm. to, to play with the controls. And I don't know if it's an alien, but at one point he said it was. Yes. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, that's a little bit of iffy stuff around him. And you've got to have that because you can fall in love with his story really easily, right? I mean, that goes with the... Um, I mean, for a guy who's... Look, amazing mm. memory. Where's this letter? Mm-hmm. That's one of my big questions. Where's this letter that you say you got for the position? Yes, that's a big one. Where that's is a big it? One. Where ha- is this letter? Where you is this kept letter? Everything else. Yes, right. Um, what was the other one? I've I've had a I've had a Dan moment. I've forgotten myself. Fu- well, I can't even blame Miss Fuckwit for that. I can't even blame myself. It's <laughs> just fucking old age. <laughs> the letter. The letter. The hand scanner with the hand scanner. Well, the other one. thing that I, I like, oh, and it, the, the length of time he worked there. Yes. Yeah. There's that. The other thing that I, I I'm baffled by is that he doesn't have any certifications from his university days either. So if you graduated from MIT or <clears throat> Caltech, you probably would have a diploma on the. No, way. but the yeah. Well, there's that. But yes, that that is iffy because. The one thing that he says, and I will agree that this absolutely 100% would have happened, people can easily erase history, mm-hmm. right? Back so then, absolutely. Back then, right? Yeah. Not so much now. Not so much, much now, now, but back then, 100%, they could have easily, some government agency could have come in and said, you didn't, this person that you've got on your records, they weren't here. Oh, yes, they were. No, 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 they weren't. No, yeah, they weren't. No, 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 you're not listening to me. Hmm. They weren't here. And the, who who was his classmates? Oh, this this guy, this guy, this guy. Go talk to them. You d- you don't know Bob Lazar, do you? Yes, I do. No, no, you're not hearing me. You don't know Bob Lazar, right? And so all of a sudden, history back in those days could have easily be erased. But you're right. Jason's right. You would have had something physical, I would have believed, hanging on your wall. Yeah, and right? the same as the letter. But, I mean, that kind of letter is something that you'd keep. But did it get... Uh, did it get... Uh, in the various raids that he's had, but see, I mean, if, you're go, get, if you're going to go down the path of various raids, and okay, so there's mm. his there's his certificates gone as well. Yeah. Cool. yeah. So yeah. I'll, before we get to the modern day Bob Lazar, which is really the butt of this conversation, so we should add in there that bits have been proven through newspaper articles mm-hmm. that have been found, which admitted that he was working for the lab at the time. Yep. And was it the Caltech book? Yeah, there was something in the actual like in the student directory. His student directory that he existed he's listed. Well. There, there's yeah. another one. He was in a newspaper, a local newspaper, yeah, as, a yeah, young, as a young kid that was oh, that putting was for the jet. Honda. Yes, right. Yep. He put that's a jet what, on the back of a Honda. With, um, who, what was it? The grandfather of hydrogen bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that, what got him because he met yeah, him. So in I don't 82. think that. See, that that I, I get that he was into propulsion, but I don't know if strapping a jet on the back of your car 
qualifies you as no, being no, no, truthful no, 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 no. more so than it qualifies you no. being a nut job. What? No, no, no. What? What happened there is no, that's, nut well, job. You're, you're being fair and mm. balanced, but the counter argument to that was is that. The whole time he was saying he was a propulsion expert and he, had, he he graduated from MIT in Caltech and this local newspaper article clearly states that that's where he was from. Now, he could have bullshitted about that, but that's one bit of evidence mm. that they didn't find or they forgot to – they overlooked, right? That's public record. They can't remember. Yeah, but but that's that's what I mean. But, mate, mm. can I tell you, public records could be changed. If you are an agency as big as the F- FBI or the CIA, things can happen. Right? Well, not even the CIA. Yeah, it's it's I mean, more like local library. Yeah, has but it, it can happen. Microfilm. It can fucking right? happen, right? Yeah, you, yeah. You can yeah. be, you can disappear pretty easily. If you, if you need to be made disappeared, you can go, right? But before we get to modern day Bob Lazar, my big question to Bob Lazar would be: If he was sitting in that chair where you are, Rocket Russell, and I'm a skeptic, like a professional skeptic, right? I would probably say to him, "Why are you still alive?" Because people have been assassinated for fucking less. They assassinated a president, JFK, arguably, for less. Well, interesting that you right? bring... Well, I'll stop you there. So JFK, we don't know why he was assassinated, but there are rumours that he was assassinated on similar grounds, that he wanted to tell the world about UFOs and alien technology, and that was the reason he got done. I forgot about Da-da. that. Uh, so what's that? What's that rabbit hole? That's another big rabbit hole. Oh, that's a massive hole. rabbit what, hole. Where JFK wanted to reveal the mm-hmm. existence. Oh, I mean, the, the other rabbit hole is uh, he wanted to come out about Marilyn Monroe. There were so. Oh, yeah, why yeah, would you? Yeah, why yeah. would you? No, I mean, well, that wouldn't be enough to assassinate no, someone. Excuse me. But, yeah. If I'm sleeping with Marilyn Monroe, I'm coming out of it. I'm much. coming out too. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. I love you, Jess, but Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> no, but you know what <laughs> I'm trying to say. She's skin and bones now, but, but that's not the. But you know what I'm trying to say. Mm. I'm trying to. I'm trying to say. If I'm a professional skeptic like someone, yeah. I think his name's Brian Shermer. He's a professional skeptic yeah, yeah. on this shit. Look him up. He's yeah. he's interesting because he he writes a uh, a magazine over over in the states. I can't remember the name of it, but I think it's, it's called a, Skeptic. It's called Skeptic. That's all it is, right? Yeah, I've seen. Are it. you taking the piss? No, I'm the, dead serious. No, so that, he writes he writes a, an article that mm. basically tries to debunk. That's the maid lady trying to contact us into from interdimensional. Interdimensional. That's right. I won't even do it today, like, even though I'm wearing my fucking Alex Jones T-shirt. But what I'm trying to say is, why is he still alive? Right now, he's had the FBI raided him many, many a time. Right, his business and his home. I'm sure they're looking for shit. Right, and he still stands, and that doesn't smell right to me. Now, is it that he disappears and people become, you know, maybe he was telling the truth that he's, you know, that he was saying all along, and now he's dead? Well, you know what? People can die naturally. Do you know what I mean? They can fucking disappear naturally. Right. And so I'm trying to, that would be the first question I'd ask him. Do you live in fear? Yes, I do. Okay, cool. Why are you still standing 30 years later? Because most people, because I I, want to know, because if you're, you've got, he has potentially the biggest secret that the human race is looking for. Right. And as Rogan put it himself, the big things that people want to know, the answers to are what happens when you die and is there alien life? And right. what's, what's the question to 42? Mm. That's right. But that's one of the big ones. Is there alien life? And this guy reckons he knows the answer to it, or he's got part of the pieces of the puzzle. And yet most people would be very scared of that because all of a sudden religion crumbles. You've got I government. I can't wait for that. Government, government crumbles, right? 
you get fear in in society that we've got this alien presence that has got way more technology than we do. What do you mean we're not God's only children? That's right. But what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. So why is this guy? Still standing. That would be my question to him. I, I think maybe he's he's a vessel of misinformation as well, to some extent. Well, what and he sort of self-admitted to that. He goes, there are things that I was briefed on, but I don't know if they're yeah. true. And the, I mean, he, he said that quite quite often. They put mm. incorrect information in briefing, so they know... Who let it out. Who let it out. Yeah, each person's brief is different. And if, if you say something, oh, hello, that was uh, retro Danielle over there was the... Uh, mm-hmm. So there, that bit of information. So potentially he is a distractor from what's happening Well, the other today. thing I was thinking of too, and this is something that's been thrown at me a couple of times when I've talked about Bob Wazar and other things related to UFOs, is that sometimes, very subtly, certain mediums will try and put the information out there very subtly, like in movies or something mm-hmm. like this, so that people get used to the idea of it. And then when it happens... That explains Men in Black. Yes. Well, men, do you know Men in Black's a thing? That's real. Oh, yeah. B- back in the 30s and the 40s and the 50s, there was a government agency called Men in Black, and they went around covering shit up. Well, it's Project Blue Book nowadays, isn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right? So that's another fucking rabbit hole. So your Hollywood oh. movie of Men in Black really annoyed me because that was a comedy relief bullshit thing. I actually wanted the real Men in Black. I wanted to see these characters that would turn up after certain accidents. Well, they famous for Roswell, weren't they? Yes, they turned up. These men in black, they turned up in suits after the Roswell crash and made sure the public didn't get anywhere near it and didn't ask any questions. And so what if Bob Lazar is a medium of, I'm going to give you some information that I'm allowed to give you, not that he's aware of it, mm. but someone above him's pulling. He's a puppet. And, or they're, and they're pulling the knobs and they're, and, they're, and they're leveraging him and they're letting him say shit so that the public gets aware of it. That's all I'm saying. I'm putting it out there because mm-hmm. I find it very hard to believe if people didn't want you to say shit, he would not, he'd, he'd be dead. He's right? basically saying the right amount of shit. He's saying the right amount of shit at the right time, right? And it's softening the blow. So why all right? of a sudden, 20-something years, 30-something years later, is he starting to stay shit? That's the interesting That's point. the interesting thing. Well, now, he we'll- seems to have little spells, doesn't he? Yes. Mm-hmm. He, he'll do something well, like 89, 91, 92. He, yep. he sort of disappears yep. and then come back in the okay. early 2000s, so, disappeared again. So every 10 years, he disappears again. So it seems back. to be yeah. something like that, doesn't it? So let's talk about this now, right? I have an idea. He's reappeared. And why has he reappeared? I'll throw one out Yeah. I don't know if that's what you're about to say, but I'll throw one at you. It sort of coincides with an increase of UFO activity. Now, we talked about this, Rocket Russell, you and I, before yeah, there we, has we been. got up here, right? Did you know there was a big earthquake in Yeah, 7.2 yesterday in, in LA, but that's, I don't think, related. But what I'm saying is, is that in the I'm 80s... i your diversion there. I'll go back to that one. Yeah, he fucks me up all the time. Stop it. Stop it, man. <laughs> Sorry, I won't jump no, on his stop bandwagon. It. You fuck me up and I can't remember shit. It fucks me up. You fucking idiot. So we're having a little spat today. If I, if I had a heart, I'd be hurt. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. So if, what if, we talked about it, in the late 70s and the 80s, there was a lot of UFO stories, yes. right? The 90s, it was pretty damn quiet. And then in the early 2000s and to very recently, like they reckon in the last couple of years, mm-hmm. UFO sightings are actually at one at their highest, right? Mm-hmm. Now Bob Lazar's come out. Again, 
And he's got he's done a Netflix series. He's been on the Joe Rogan, Rogan podcast, which is the biggest podcast or one of the biggest podcasts in the world. Third biggest. Well, we're the biggest. Of course, I'm both Fuck it, an oath we are. Rate and comment and subscribe, you fucks. <laughs> but what I'm saying Patreon. is... Patreon. Patreon. Oh, yeah. Is the day we get Patreon, you know what one of the Patreons will be? I'll do a nudie run so everyone can look at my small doodle as I run down the street in the winter. And that's the lower level. And that's the <laughs> fucking lowest level. Right, because it ain't going to happen. <laughs> That's for $2. It ain't going to happen. That's how confident I am that we will never get a Patreon, right? And you oh. can hold me to that, you internet motherfuckers. Oh, I'm... So what I'm saying is he's come back again. Now, is it related to an increase of UFO activity? I don't know, right? But I'm throwing it out there because it just seems interesting to me that you're right. He comes and he goes, right? And if he was consistent, he'd be one. Of, he'd probably be considered a nutter. Because he'd be banging the drum all the time, you know. Yeah. But I think he might be a conduit or a tool to soften the blow, right? He does so keep if they land out in the last couple of interviews I've seen with him that he doesn't really want to be doing this. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to be out here doing this. But I mean, I imagine it's part of the um, the signature on the dotted paper for the documentary money. We'll get to this. Yeah, you've got to. We'll get to this. We've got to do so many media. You know what I say? Softening the blow. I don't know if you watched the latest, one of the latest Joe Rogan podcasts with Joey Diaz on there. No, not yet. I love Joey Diaz, man. But he's told a story because he grew up in Union City in New York, right? I don't know where that is, I'll be honest with you. I, I don't, I've been in New York once in my life, right? So I've got no idea where that is. But it's a very densely, heavily populated mm-hmm. part of the US, right? And he told a story that I think it was 1976, a UFO landed in a park in the middle of Union City, in the middle of all these apartment blocks. And he didn't see it, but he heard so many people come forward and tell the story that they saw someone get out of this spacecraft, dig up the soil, and go back into the spacecraft and fuck off. Google that bullshit. Union City, New York, 1976. That's a rabbit hole you won't get out of. Mind you, Joey Diaz is known for a fair bit of smoke. He does, but, mate, there wasn't... Just him that said it. Many this, people. Many people yeah. said it, right? Now, what I'm saying to you is this. I'm throwing this out there. Hmm. What if the blow was softened because people like Bob Lazar have gone around mm-hmm. for years and said, hey, this is real. Folks, get ready for it. So when you next see a UFO, don't, don't be freaked out by it, right? If you don't have someone like Bob Lazar running around telling you this you shit. You do get mass panic. You're going to get mass panic. That's what I'm trying to say. So people like Bob Lazar are... I think are allowed to run around and say these sorts of things, go on a podcast that pulls in millions of people, millions of views, and walk away to tell the fucking tale and not have a mysterious heart attack or mysterious road accident, right? Because that shit's happened in the past. People have had mysterious road accidents, mm-hmm. right? Or mysterious illnesses. Mysterious or they suicides. suddenly get fucking cancer. Or they're found hanging in their rafters in the basement, right? Accidental drug overdose. Exactly. Mm. All this shit's real. And my question would be to Bob Lazar, why are you fucking still walking around on the, on the planet with probably the most significant event to occur to the human race and that is the answer of the mm-hmm. question, does something else exist in the universe? And I think it's because he's allowed to talk, walk around and tell the fucking tale. And he's allowed to tell the tale because we want to soften the bloke. Because guess what, folks? At some point, it's going to happen, right? Well, and he- Joey Diaz's story about a UFO landing in Union City in 1976, I think it was 1976, Good in year. New York. 1975 was better, you fuck. No. Right? He's a year younger than me. 
That's why he's saying it. <laughs> but that would be mass panic shit, right? Independence Day would be max max. Oh, panic. him. Okay, yes, I know. Who you know who Diaz, I'm talking about, yes. Joey Diaz. So that's what I'm saying. That'd be the first question I'd ask uh, Bob Lazar: Why he's still walking around on the planet now? Do you feel we've covered who Bob Lazar is enough to um, move on? Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's move on. You've done more than the documentary, which is a segue for you. Okay, that's a segue. So, Bob Lazar slash uh, what's the director's name? Oh, who cares? Jeremy it's horrible. Jeremy Colbert something, isn't it? Quickly look that up. I don't want to misinform. It's Jeremy something. Oh, hang on. I'll just go to my phone because the podcast of. So, a new series has appeared on Netflix called what? UFOs? Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar, U- UFOs and aliens or some okay. shit. Let me rant for a second. That was the worst documentary I've ever seen. Jeremy Corbell, yeah. Okay. He's a fucking idiot. I called him out. I called him out. He's a fucking smashed avocado eating prick, right? I, you can quote me that, you fucking internet idiots, because that documentary was a fucking... That was shameful, right? Because it did nothing. Let's let's list the, our grievances with that podcast. First one. Let me let me not the podcast. I'll get to the podcast. No, sorry, I meant the uh, the Netflix the Netflix special. special. Yep. Let's get to that. And Rocket Russell chime in and correct me if I'm wrong, please. Oh. Right. Number one. What the fuck's Mickey Rourke doing narrating the fucking thing? You couldn't understand him for a fucking anything. Right. <laughs> what was, was with the fucking bizarre scenery behind the, him when he's okay? Talking? Let me get to it. The, so Mickey Rourke. Is is going on and going like, are we alone in the universe? In the universe, hey Randy, you want to play Nintendo? Like the fucking wrestler, right? That he was in. Why on earth would they do that? And then they'd have these weird images and weird lighting. I know they're trying to dramatize it or whatever you want to call Just it. Tell the fucking story. Just tell the story of Bob Lazar. They that's, that's dramatic he's enough. He's watched too many JJ Abrams movies. It was I'm like a good flare here and he's there. fucking Lens had too many avocados. Blurred images incoherent uh, storyline. They didn't explain who Bob Lazar was. Okay, maybe you could assume that people know who he is. Okay, let's say you jump the gun on that and save some time. But then you don't explain what the fuck he's currently doing and why he's still significant. There's no purpose to the documentary. Right? There was no purpose to it. You know, my other gripe is they contact the original uh, uh, guy from the media who interviewed George. him, George Knapp. And they had him on a fucking speakerphone on the on a mobile phone. It made no sense. So they're interviewing George Knapp on a speakerphone, on a mobile phone. Are you kidding me? Why didn't they get George Knapp into a room and interview him and go, what were your impressions of Bob Lazar? Was he actually telling the truth or was he bullshitting? Oh, no. Let's just sit on our couch in our fucking soy boy smashed avocado eating bullshit lounge and interview him <laughs> that way. It made no fucking sense. Correct me if I'm wrong. I no. want you to correct well, me he, if I'm wrong. He, he, I, I can't correct you. At the and moment. here's the other thing. You can't substantiate that it was really him on the phone either. No, you can't because it was all distorted, Right. But he was interviewed at some parts of that documentary, which also made no sense. And his answers right? generally were quite wishy-washy. Yep. You'll have to speak to him about that. Yes. Speak to Bob about that. Bob's never wavered from the fact that there was a hand scanner. Speak to Bob about that. You're kidding me. You interviewed the guy. You were the first guy to interview Bob Lazar when he was known to, just known as Dennis, and, he, and you couldn't reveal his identity. And, that, and this is why I smell a rat. 
Not with Bob Lazar, but in the general scheme of things. Bob Lazar was in fear of his life because he was blacked out and he went known as Dennis. Then suddenly he was walking the earth and, and walking around the planet telling that his is, story. That is one of the things Isn't I that find fishy? very bizarre as That's well. what I'm asking. That would be the first question I asked him. If I was... Uh, Schumer, who is he's a professional skeptic, and I don't like skeptics because mm-hmm. I agree they're lazy. They just want to pick holes in things, and you can easily do that. That's very lazy. But the question I would ask Bob Lazar is, please explain to me why you're still on the planet. And I've not heard one person fucking ask that question. You know what? I think there's a couple of reasons why. So just going back to that particular, but we haven't point. finished the fucking no, documentary. No, 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 yet. no, no, no. I'm, I'm going to rant. No, more. just 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 a couple of interesting points I want to pick up on. So he clearly did something illegal when he was out there watching the uh you know the ufos with his mates that was very very illegal for a number of reasons one leaking very i think he was a young guy just trying to impress his mate they could have put him away in a in a federal That's prison for also, life. exactly so how did he walk away to tell the tale and they've done it for less. They've done it to people for that's what I'm trying saying. To jump the fence, right? So yes. I, I reckon they've given him a deal. They've gone, but you're going to be our bitch. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hold you up. Hold that thought, yeah. right? I'm gonna do what you do mm. to me, right? But you can remember shit, and I can't, right? <laughs> people have been caught breaking into Area 51 and have been fucked up over it. I'm telling you now, they've been yeah, locked yeah. in a federal pl- prison and allowed to rot. There is documented evidence on that shit. Right, and yet Bob Lazar fucking walked away to tell the tale. And you're mm-hmm. right. Go to your point now. Pick that up. Yep. So he, so he's been made a deal. He's been made a deal, uh, and part of that is you, you're going to go on camera when we want you to go on camera. And funnily, he also mentioned in his initial conversations that it's every decade we pull out the UFOs and we start deconstructing them, which seems to correlate to when they get more UFO activity. Yep. So if you piece it together, you've got. Bob Lazar every 10 years coming out and saying and reminding people of what was going on. You've got an increase in UFO activity around about the same sort of time. And then on top of that, you've got this guy who's able to walk freely and go it, nuts. When it he blows really, my mind, man. Out, out of anybody in the community who should have been locked up for doing stuff that's illegal. They've killed that's actually- multiple occasions. The fucker got away from yep. doing something illegal in a fucking whorehouse. Yep. He should have gone to jail for yeah. that. But, but, you know? but what I mean is people have been killed for less they've been locked up in federal prisons for less he's a puppet that's what i think right i do believe he's telling the truth i do believe that he's telling absolutely what he because the story hasn't wavered and he hasn't broken however he looked like he was breaking on the rogan podcast we will get to that but to, to pick up the netflix documentary again which is still which is available on netflix that that documentary proved that there was so much that they couldn't say. What the pit? Well, were- it it was it, it came across as one of two things. Either they they there's only so much they can say. Yep. And the way that he was phrasing things were very cautious. Yep. Uh, or alternatively, that director had zero clout. Yes. In the community, and they've basically like when he was interviewing the initial reporter, the initial reporter was like, "Who the fuck are you? I don't have time for your bullshit." Look, I'm I'm sitting here at the moment wicking. The, our, our director, he, I don't know, he he actually was the lead speaker for the International UFO Congress meeting in 2015. So he must have a little bit. He's of got clout. a little bit of. Oh, knowledge. I'm, I'm talking about in the actual director. Oh, okay, yep. The not not so much in the UFO community, but more in the filmmaking community. See, my problem with that documentary was when they finally got over all the arty farty, Mickey Rourke voiceover JJ bullshit, Abrams the JJ Flares. Abrams lens flare. Yep. They, the uh, director, what was his name again, sorry? Jeremy Corville. Jeremy Corville. He asked Bob Lazar the question, do you have a sample of element 115? And then he said, 
I will record it, but I will get rid of it or I'll do something so that you don't well, incriminate what, yourself. And then they sped it up. Yeah, They did the fast-forward bullshit like an old VHS tape. And so you never actually found out that real answer to that question, which I find strange. If you've come out and said this thing exists and you've basically said that aliens exist or I've worked on an alien mm. spacecraft, why can't you fucking say that you've got Element 115? The feds already raid your place. They fucking must have found it because feds don't miss shit. You know what I mean? Like... What the fuck are you hiding? That did not look good See, for you. I mean, if we go down your conspiracy theory th- theories, I mean, you know, the the raid every year or so, every mm-hmm. couple of years, may just be a thing to go. Oh, hello, Bob Lazar, I've been raided again. Yes. here we go. Let's let's get it. The, all looks staged let's get to the me. Talking again. That looks staged to me, man. When they did that documentary, that fucking looks staged to me. I'm telling you now. When the cops pulled up and they said they were FBI. Oh, that would have been staged. There's no way that, that was staged. That, that was fucking staged. That's why that documentary did nothing for Bob Lazar. It made him look worse than he actually really Maybe is. Maybe that's I part think. of the point. Could be. Maybe that's the handing of the torch. That was my problem with the documentary. It did nothing for Bob Lazar. It actually put more. It actually sh- didn't even tell the story. It, no. di- it didn't reveal anything new. It didn't comment on anything that was meaningful. Yeah, the only um, thing I mean, it really showed for me personally, was the picture of the scanner he found. Yeah, big yeah. fucking deal. And the other thing was they did confirm the existence of his fellow co-worker at the S4 facility. Yes. That weird guy, what was his name? He had a weird surname, Pinky something. Oh, yeah, the Mexican dude. The, yeah, they found him. But he wouldn't talk. No. That's the other fucking thing. So, again, it, it that documentary did nothing for him. Like, he made a, the, the director made a big song and dance about, I found him, Bob. Mm-hmm. I found him. I found your co-worker, whatever his name is. I found him. And it, I know it's only one of a kind because he's got such an unusual surname. I found him, Bob. This is great news. And they fucking didn't do shit with it. Because at the last minute, very conveniently, well, I don't want to talk. And, yes, we could say the FBI slash CIA, whoever it is, said to this guy, you don't know Bob Lazar, do you? Yes, I do. No, no, you don't. I don't think. I think you're mistaken. I think, you know, like, I think the one thing you're missing here is this is going to be a juggernaut for this guy, for this Jeremy. Whatever yes, oh, I think it was very selfish. And but yes. no, but you got to look at it from the bigger picture. Are we going to see a part two? Because there's quite a few. If yeah. you but sitting through that, even sitting through the podcast, which we'll come up to next, we'll get, we'll get to that. Yep. There's quite a few times, at least three or four times, he said during that podcast, "Oh no, we'll." That, they're going to talk that, to me next time, or they're going to talk. There's, 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 they've more, agreed. there's more to come out on that. Yeah, they've agreed there to was talk. Quite a, it was at least three or four times he said, oh, well, you just wait, there's something about to come out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. He's setting himself up oh. for, a, for, for a sequel and or something. It's, it's, it's up there with the Flat it, Earth Society. Yeah, you know? it's, yeah. it's a great society yeah. to be able to get into. There's good money to be made money. out well, of it's it. Fun. It's, it's a big fun. enough society. And it's fun yeah. as well. You want to look. The Flat Earthers... I think they're more fun society than the Flat Earth. They, they are. But the Flat Earthers... Can I tell you, there was a documentary. What was that documentary? Under, Under the, the Rim? Curve. Under the Curve? No, that was my favourite thing What was the ever. documentary called? Uh, some, Under the Rim? Under the Curve? No, it was Beyond the Curve. Under the Dirt? Under the Dome or something? Under the Dome. I think that was it. Under the... Under the beneath the, the Dome? Beneath or? the Dome. Yeah. Right. Now, that one, can I tell you... Oh, jeez, it was great. The people on that, they just want attention. What about the... the there was one on there. She looked like an ex-porn star. Right, mm-hmm. and then oh, the girlfriend the gr- of the what's girl. His name? Well, well, no, sorry, not well, the girlfriend. He yes. wanted well. Yeah, they well, definitely fucked. He, they definitely <laughs> fucked. You can tell, right? He, well, you know what? He was married, but he liked her, right? And she was single. Mm-hmm. I can tell you, they went to a hotel room, In and Nevada. they were talking about flat Earth. 
one thing led to another, and that was it, man. It was on like fucking Donkey Kong, I'm telling you now. You know what? They tested their flat earth theory on their flat bed. That's what they fucking did. They absolutely did. So I think they just look for attention. I don't think Bob Lazar's looking for attention. I actually think he's trying to avoid it. But I think he gets dragged he's in. Being forced into he gets it. forced into it. Behind I think the curve. Behind, behind the curve. That was the name of the. Uh, oh, that's geez. another good one. If you watch. have not watched that, oh, it's great. Get yourself some popcorn. Have you? Because it is a comedy. Oh, yeah, of course I've watched. Yeah. it. Behind the curve on Netflix, which is a flat Earth society uh, documentary. The, the about ending, these the ending of that documentary is my favorite moment in documentary history. <laughs> When they can't get the fucking laser to line up. Oh, that's oh, beautiful. Brilliant. That's oh, yeah. beautiful. It literally proves yeah. once and for all that and the I, earth is... is but you know what it is for those people? I'm sorry. I know they believe what they think is right, but, but it's a hobby for them. Mm. And some of them, like that guy, it's another one of those that guy and that girl, right? I can't remember their names, the main guy, right? Their money. It's in it for the it's, money. They know it's No, bullshit. they're in... Originally, they are now, but originally they wanted purpose. Mm. Mate, he it's was like a, religion. It's, yeah, it's, he wanted a purpose, man. And then you know what? And then he started getting more and more attention. He got more and more fame. Then he got people believing in him. Then he had like a little following. It became then he got a, a Patreon account. Yeah, and they got a mm-hmm. but they got a cult, right? Trust me. They then got he a was bit of hanging money. out with oh, that. Yeah. But then he was hanging out with that fucking redhead. That hot. Neither redhead. of them believe in it. I guarantee they'd I, have no, to know. I, it's no, bullshit. I think I don't think she does. I think he does. Yeah, she I believes in the money that it she believes in her. the money because you know what I reckon she is. She's the maid lady. Well, I reckon if you looked at her, she'd be a, she would have been certainly a uh, a failed actress in some way. I'm sorry to say, I reckon she would have been, right? Well, she's a fellow podcaster, so we shouldn't pick on her. We shouldn't pick on her. No. And she's you know she's what? a podcaster. You know what? We should start talking about Flat Earth. We should talk, talk about Flat Earth because you know what? I bet she gets more fucking views in one minute than we get in the fucking... Oh, mate, I'm adding Flat Earth to this fucking topic. That's it, Flat like that. Earth. But what well, we've discussed it and go on the SEOs. Going back to Bob Lazar on the flat Earth thing, I still cannot believe they're still trying to fund their expedition in 2020. I thought they already had funded it. Apparently, they've, they've got the new, the big international conference in a couple of weeks, Aww. so they, they were asking everyone to chip in. I'd, they, lo- I'd love to go. They've to got that. some fucking. Just so you know, flat Earthers, uh, Qantas runs a flight down there once a year. You mm. can fly down there; it's only a few hundred bucks. You know what else you can do? You can actually fly over the top of the uh, the North Pole. It's like a regular flight between the United. <laughs> There was actually a great uh, Top Gear episode where they drove to the North Pole. They drove to the North Pole. Do you you know what my theory about Flat Earth is? And I'm being serious now. It's like a cannoli? No. That was mine. No. No. (laughs) This is going to be controversial shit. And I haven't forgotten about Bob Lazar and the Joe Rogan podcast yet, but let's get to this. I honestly believe that intelligence of the human race is declining rapidly. Oh, God, yes. Right? Now, I'll tell you why. I used to have this. You remember when I was at work, right? You, I used to say to you, you know the bell curve of you know the distribution of data and there's upper mm-hmm. control limits and lower control mm-hmm. limits and there's a bell curve. I should be, seriously, no bullshit, at the lower control point. I should be fucking Forrest Gump, right? But the problem is all these fucking idiots are pushing me up to the upper control limit and making me look like a fucking genius. And I am not a smart bloke. I'm telling you now I'm not, right? But everyone's getting dumber. Yep. Right? It's They're getting deli- fucking stupid. I'm going to take that a step further. I think it's deliberate. Mm-hmm. I absolutely believe 100% that right. we are deliberately being made stupid. Yeah, we are. We are. If you look at the way that kids are taught in school and what they're not taught in yep. school. Useless. Um, mate, I, I've done the... Right, my wife and I, have, we've done the maths, right? And they spend probably three hours a day actually doing anything in school. Three hours tops a day. Yeah. They're 
my son, who's now going into year six and not too long, he can't even do long division yet. And I could be racist here, and that's appalling given that he's half Chinese. Exactly right. Hey, what about the point? This is no bullshit. This is a fucking sidetrack of sidetracks. <laughs> it was Anissa's birthday a week or two ago, mm. and I asked her, this is no bullshit. I asked her, what do you want for your birthday, darling? You know what she said to me? She's half Chinese, bear this in mind. You know what she said to me? <laughs> this is no bullshit. She says, I want a rice cooker. I fucking pissed myself. <laughs> My half, she's only like eight, isn't she? she yeah, she's my half, well trained son. Yeah, my <laughs> half Chinese niece wanted a rice cooker for her birthday, and I said to him, "You can't call me racist now. <laughs> you fucking can't call me racist." It was the most beautiful. And moment the best ever. bit was, this is the best bit. He hasn't told you this, right? He's got him learning how to be a small business. He's got him up there making coffees and shit as a as a business. So, no when, so when you go up there later, they're going to record down how, how much they've done and they get paid for what they do. Yeah. They, they do the, you know, the, what do they call it in accounting where you've got the two. General ledger. Yeah, know. basically they're capturing a general ledger of what they're doing and they yeah. have outgoing they expenses. Gotta work, they've got to work, work out if they've made a profit. And they've got to do all the maths behind That's it. That's no bullshit. So she comes out, the niece comes out in an apron. I hope they take F pos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't pay us. They have. You, when we go up there, I'll show you. They yeah. have a chalkboard with a menu for the day. This yep. is no bullshit. She walks out in an apron, right, and says, what do you want? Uncle Retro Dan. And I go, I want a cappuccino, darling. She goes, all right. She takes it and she goes, I'll be. She does a damn good coffee. Fucking oath. And she charges you, right? That's what I'm saying. I hope she's got paid. Yeah, yeah. No, we, 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 we pay her. Yeah, she just oh, records good. it. I don't have to pay you. It, it's, no, 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 no. It's so, just more the mathematics So she has to work it, yeah. out, right, how much they've made in the day. And I said, this is, this is beautiful. You cannot call me racist. You've got your half Chinese children running a fucking small business in their home. Mate, it's the only way they learn. They, they don't learn a, shit at I school. Used to make a, I used to make a joke with a nephew. No bullshit. I said, listen, if you don't if you don't smarten up, you know what's going to happen to you? He goes, what, uh, what Uncle Retro Dan? I said, I'll tell you what's going to happen to you. <laughs> right? Your parents are going to send you back to China and you're going to work in your uncle's fucking uh, sewing machine factory. He literally has a sewing he machine factory. He has a sewing machine factory. Oh, no bullshit. I met the uncle. Hang on. If he's got a sewing machine factory, why are we still waiting on shirts? Oh, yeah. I don't no, know. No, no, no. They don't. They manufacture sewing <laughs> they machines. They make sewing oh. machines. And I used to say to him, <laughs> why are you we know, getting like you know a million what? shirts? This is, this is bullshit, Ray. I've got an update on that. I used to say to him, well, you, you'll get sent to the sewing machine factory to make sewing machines. Yeah. You know why? you got small hands. Yep. They, can get, they can get into the parts really easy. Oh, he reminded me. He can fix my tap. <laughs> <laughs> Technical issue fixed. Sweet. All right, we're back. We had a problem. Um, I'm 13. Yeah, that problem just involved me just making lunch. Yes, that's and right. There was a problem we were allowed to slip through to the keeper. Right. So let's um, let's move on to. I, I, I get I get your impression finally of what that Netflix documentary was for you because you heard my perspective. Oh, on look, it. I thought it was hot and cold. I don't like. There were so many parts of it I didn't like, but there were there were a couple of eye opening bits. Um, the hand scanner. Yep. Oh, that was actually quite good because you know that's something that has been a pivotal point in his his talks all these mm. years about that sand scanner. Um, I think he was led a lot. Like I think this Jeremy guy led him, and especially when we yes. get into the end of the Rogan podcast, yeah, we'll, we'll get on that now. We'll get fuck he yeah. That was points where odd. So we're, we're gonna we're doing the Rogan. So you're cool with you're, you're cool with what I said about the Netflix series. Oh, I'm it? dead on with you. It's, okay. It, it was hot and cold. There were a couple of good points in there. I think there was a lot unsaid, but I also think it was like a fucking Avengers movie. Mm, yes. We're going to see part Weird. two. We're going to see part two. There was so much there. 
it, yeah, it was. Did you have anything to, to add no, about that? I just really disliked the documentary. I fell asleep twice yeah. watching it. It was odd. I actually had to watch it three times just to get to the end because <laughs> yeah. I couldn't handle it. It was just. So there were so many things in it. There were a couple of good points. There were a lot more bad points. Mm. There was a lot of things that were staged. There was a lot of sensationalization, if yep. there's a word like that, uh, to describe that documentary. It was very, very off. It did nothing for his story, did nothing to elaborate. Did nothing for his credibility. Absolutely. No. In fact, probably damaged it, I think. And so flash forward to the Joe Rogan podcast, which was, um, which I think was before the airing or at least the uploading no, of the no, documentary. No, the, the documentary's been around for a while, but Has I, it? in my case, I listened to Joe Rogan before I knew about the documentary. Uh, same here. That's uh, why see, I'm the opposite. Yeah. I, did the pod, I did the documentary and then the podcast. Mm. Okay, that's why I, I thought the Netflix series was after. I, I'd watched the Rogan podcast before. So Joe Rogan, obviously one of the biggest podcasts in the world. He had Bob Lazar on, and he also had the director, who I keep forgetting his name. Jeremy. Jeremy, whatever his name is, sitting alongside him. And basically, uh, Rogan's a huge UFO fan, or at least the idea of it, and he's a big Bob Lazar fan. But that podcast was fucking weird, right? Firstly, Bob Lazar claimed he had a migraine when, when he was doing the podcast. I believe him. But he was clearly in distress. I don't know about a migraine, because if but I he was had a migraine, I wouldn't be on the podcast, Look, mate. He was, I mean, Jason and I both have discussed this. We both suffer migraines. When I've got a migraine, all I fucking want is a dark room and quiet. The last thing I want to be doing is sitting in a well-lit studio yeah. with noise. You it's couldn't a do fucking it. podcast. If I had to ring you guys and said, oh, look, guys, I'm, I can't get up here until this afternoon. I've got a headache. Yeah, yeah, no problems. Joe Done. would be like, yep, fair enough. We'll Joe would reschedule. be the exact same, reschedule. Okay, yes, you had to fly him there. Okay, but put him it, up in the hotel for an extra it, night. It let him weird. clear. It, that was not a migraine. There was something else There was something else there. there. He look, almost looked like he was having a stroke. I'm not being funny. Like, it was weird. Or maybe he yeah. had the precursor to a migraine. Like, I, I get that. So I start stuttering, like, usually a few hours before I'm oh, going to get a migraine. Oh, is that your tell, is it? That's my tell. Oh, yeah, wow. so I, I, it fucks me up big time. Oh, mine just fucking wiped me out. Yeah. yeah, it was weird. It was just odd, the whole thing. But what I found very strange about it was... And again, I don't know the behavior of Bob Lazar when he has a migraine. I don't know the behavior of people that do get migraine migraines because I don't personally, touch wood. But he, for a person that's told a story consistently for 30 years, he completely shut, he, he was a shut-in on that podcast. He didn't elaborate on anything. He didn't want to talk about anything unless it was really poked and prodded. Mm-hmm. He was really poked and prodded. And the director was the guy that was leading the conversation, which I thought was very odd, right? And I know he was there to promote his work, which was shit, I've got to say. I think the only reason Bob went on that podcast is because of the promotion of That's all it was. He wouldn't have done it otherwise. Yeah, no. I've got to sit down. I'm kind of annoyed I didn't get a chance to. Yes, I want to see the Larry King one. So I haven't they, seen that. They do one with Larry mm. King. I think that would be interesting to see. So. His behavior on that, yeah. Yes, there would be something to be able to tell because, I mean, his behavior in any other thing I've seen him from the eighties and nineties was nothing. No, like, he was so nothing. he elaborated on everything to the nth degree on the Rogan podcast. He didn't touch it. He didn't touch shit, and that really blows my mind because you would have thought in situations where he was doing interviews with uh, what's his name, Richard Knapp, the guy, the uh, the guy that was oh, the, the original guy, the original George. guy, yeah. George Knapp. Sorry, George, yeah. he was so forthcoming with the information yes he was a lot younger back in those days and maybe he didn't know what he was in for because he hadn't experienced all the things that had happened to him over that you know over the next year years years that were going to come to him 
But the point is, is that he was a complete shut-in on the Rogan podcast. And it was at one point that Rogan even said, well, listen, this is an opportunity to tell your story and actually clear the air, clear the air and, and get rid of some of this bullshit that's hanging over your head, like that your records were wiped when you were a graduate of MIT and Caltech, that you had this hand scanner, which has now been substantiated, that you actually did this documentary. Let's Okay, the documentary was shit, but the documentary did actually do one good thing and they actually did substantiate his work colleague, who he claimed worked with him mm-hmm. at S4 in, in Area 51. They actually did substantiate that. Yep. That's the only good thing about that documentary, even though the way they did it was poorly executed. They should never have had that guy over a fucking mobile phone, uh, what do you call it, um, uh, microphone, and then he said, oh, he won't come forth because he's he doesn't want to talk. Yeah. Right, but... He could have elaborated on that. And I was really surprised that a guy that's been so vocal for 30-something years suddenly wasn't talking. Mm-hmm. And I don't there, know... There was something wrong. There something was... was really wrong. I don't know if somebody... Conspiracy theories. Da, 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 da. If someone said to him, listen here, you're going on a very large uh, podcast. It's got a huge audience of millions of people. You might want to think about what you're talking about. Bob. And just make sure that you stick to our agreed stick upon to your little terms. P- exactly. Stick to the agreement that we had, Bob. Otherwise, you, know? you may. Do you remember? Uh, do, you, a- do you remember the agreement that we had, Bob? Do you remember what it is? Again, I'm being the skeptic here, right? Oh. I'm being the guy that would ask him the very first question. I'd ask him is, how is it that you're still walking on the on the earth, right? When a lot of other people have disappeared. Well, not maybe not walking on the earth but how the fuck are you not in a penitentiary right now that's what i'm saying why is it that you're free hmm. how is it if they wanted free? to get rid of him they just lock him up that's what i'm saying well no i don't even think they'd do that well they could no i don't think they would they no, just... no they've got they've got they've got they've got the reasoning for it he no. was on he was illegally trespassing on federal property he was involved in all sorts of shenanigans with brothels and whatnot they could have totally done him in dude dude the guy could have been he, he drives a car, right? Mm. He could have had an accident, quote unquote. I wonder you know? if he drives one of those. I think he probably wouldn't be driving one of those fancy pants no. drive-by-wire cars anymore, no. would he? What did you find? You found something. Oh, look, I'm I'm on YouTube at the moment. I'm just looking at comments on uh, mm. the on the on the podcast. <laughs> if the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. If you ever feel useless, remember there was a third person in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if Barry was the guest instead of Jeremy. Mm-hmm. I'm only 15 minutes into the podcast, and it's already more informative than the documentary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That documentary. Entry, I'm telling you now, that was the worst thing that Bob Lazar could have done. And I think maybe he probably realises it, to be honest. They, that director did no favours favors for him at it all. It just was poorly directed. No. It was poorly constructed. It was poorly Here, Here's through. another comment from you. Uh, YouTube user... You posted four days ago. Jeremy is the perfect example of people... <laughs> Sorry. Jeremy is the perfect example of people really don't listen but just wait for their time, turn to speak. Yeah. You know what? When I watched the Joe Rogan podcast, no bullshit, he, could, he wouldn't shut up. In fact, he would talk over Bob Lazar and at one point Rogan said, no, listen, I want, I want Bob Lazar to answer. I want him to give his opinion on it. Because this guy, I'm telling you now, he's out to make a name for himself. He's out to make it, money. That's all it is. Yeah. He and, doesn't give a fuck about Bob Lazar and he fucked him. Yeah, I think that's really what it comes down to. Here you go. At the two hours, 11 minutes, 26 mark, Joe had enough of Jeremy Corbell's and yep. doing interruptions. Yep, there you yeah. go. Yeah. He, he interrupts Joe Rogan more than this fuckwit next to me, Jason Relaxation, <laughs> interrupts me and fucks me up with my line of thinking. And he did oh, interrupt him a lot. 
would be cool to see Elon Musk, Bob Lazar, and Neil deGrasse Tyson on a podcast together. Oh, that'd be amazing. That would be... I'm not so fast on Elon Musk, but the Degrassi and um, Lazar would be yeah, interesting. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Can you just imagine the questions he'd be asked? That'd just be mental. Sorry, we're all stuck in looking at comments on YouTube. At the I, I'm trying to find the example I've got. I've got one last question for you too, but... But, um, yeah, look, there was something wrong. Um, what, for so me, it wouldn't have been a migraine, but no, yeah. Definitely wouldn't have been. Maybe here's a precursor. question. So do, are you a believer or are you a skeptic? I'm an absolute believer. He's a huge believer. Oh, well, he was part of sex. I'm so. a believer mm. too because I think it would be very unlikely given how much insignificant we are in the grand scheme of things. We are fucking insignificant. Right. <gasps> that, we're, that we're not... Alone, the, the size you know, of the like, universe. There is no way there's only one planet in the universe with people on it. That's it. And that, yeah. I mean, one one interesting point that Bob did raise uh, when he was talking about the the element one one five is here in the Earth, uh, it may not be an abundant material, yeah. but on another planet it with a different their, type of it sun, it may be their oil. Maybe it, it could be as common as fucking timber. Yeah. Right, and that was the very first thing that they came across, which would explain why they're so far in advance of us. And um, that was the other point that I did I liked that was made was so if this stuff was you know thirty years ago, hmm. what have they got now? Yeah, I, I'm a massive believer. I, I don't believe the universe this big can only have one one planet with life hmm. forms on it. It's it makes no sense. It, it's like believing the Bible. I found the story. I found the story. <laughs> I found the story, Joey. Diaz. Uh, I know you were a cult member at one stage, yeah. Uh, you know, but cult uh, member, God no. I found the story Joey Diaz was talking about. Yes, um, it's basically saying it starts off last May. A YouTube user in North Bergen, I was thinking of the area of New York. It's North Bergen posted a six-minute video with creepy howling noises under a cloudless sky. It's not the first report of the unexplained in the North Ber- in North Bergen. The city may seem like a humble suburb wedged between Weehawken and Fairview. Now, if anyone living in New York, New York's about to crucify me. Shout out to New York. Awesome city. Hey, tell us if you can f- help us narrow down where the fuck that is. I don't know where that shit and is. And do you have footage? But, it's actually, footage. but yeah. it is actually the UFO capital of North New, of New Jersey. Okay. Right? Ah. The, community, the community's alien mythos dates to a famous 1975 tale of a spacecraft landing in North Hudson County Park across the street from, a, from the Stonehenge, a circular apartment tower built in 1968. It uh, goes on and on. During the 1975 Stonehenge incidents, incident, witnesses in the tower and on the ground describe a strange, strange lights glowing in the park. It was the first case investigated by the late UFO researcher and author Bob Hopkins. And it goes on to basically say that this shit landed in a park and it, the beings came out and did take soil samples and then fuck off. I'm being very, very broad with this article. <laughs> Why would they take a soil sample? They don't know, man. It keeps going on. Maybe, the, maybe they're There's a building up shit. In, North, in North Hudson Park. It's been it's been ground zero for UFO sightings for years. I remember back when the original story came out, says somebody that lives there. The park was filled with with news trucks. One of our friends, as a prank, wrapped himself in tinfoil. <laughs> That's beautiful. So this is real, man. Mm. That's real. And so at the end of the day, look, I believe there's something out there. Oh, I, believe, I believe I uh, believe that the the Rogan podcast when when uh, he was on there. 
This is Bob Lazar. He was compromised. I really do believe he was compromised. Oh, there was something there was something, something wasn't right. right. The director was just an inter- he was just an annoying mm. little prick who kept interrupting uh, what Bob Lazar had to say. But Bob Lazar looked like he was, you know what? He looked like a guy that wasn't suffering from a migraine. He looked like a guy that had de- a death threat. No bullshit. He, looked, he looks like a guy that had literally just been told just before getting onto the yep. podium. He had a he had a random phone call yep. from a random blank number that said, yep. "Bob, you're not allowed to say shit, mate." Yep, that's what I think. And he was so compromised. It wasn't funny. I'm going to go home tonight and watch the Larry King one, so we'll have yes. to do an update because mm. I really want to see, yes. see his reaction. Actually, I might even watch it whilst we're up Yes. There. Now, listen, you've got something else that you want to reveal that you you told me about yesterday. Oh, no, I wasn't revealing. I was just showing the... the oh, I, I never knew about this, man. Yeah. Okay. No. So um, one of my, my start in the old UFO skeptics wanted mm. to know more about him was a crash where I grew up. Mm. Um, in 1974 in Greenbank in Queensland. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun. To the point where the guy, uh, his name was Robert Peel, Pilnick, I think it was, or something along those lines, um, actually got a piece of, of the, the craft. Of the wow. craft, yeah. Mm. Um, it, was, what was it? Uh, it was never reported as a UFO. It was reported as a unidentified object mm. um, and they got part of the honeycomb structure from it but they could never prove isn't that reading. funny because uh, Bob Lazar commented on the only thing that he thought was recognisable in the craft was the honeycomb uh, basically what do you call that like the cut manhole cover yeah, so that's, the, that's the, the only piece of the craft that I thought was recognisable to a human. I, uh, um, but yeah a, funny that you mentioned honeycomb was the only thing that you I'd found. never heard of this incident in Brisbane on the Brisbane. Yeah, 1974, so two years before I was born. Um, it's not very well... No. Look, I only found out um, I was in primary school. I was going through the library. It was on a UFO book. I was in year seven. Hmm. And I remember grabbing this book out and reading it. Fuck, Greenbank. I, I, hmm. And, you know, trying to find out. I can never find out where it was. It sounds like a blog that we need to do. We need to go up there and have a bit of a, an investigation. I tell you, it reminds Should me of the Should we make a documentary? It reminds That's me. That's it. It's referred to as the not-so-alien honeycomb is mm. the report about yeah. it. Um, yeah. doesn't really say much. Uh, UFO explosion near Greenbank, Queensland. That's, you know, I love it how they can travel halfway across the universe and then fucking blow up. Well, <laughs> you know what? I, I think they, they're as vulnerable as we are mm. in a lot of ways. I think they probably have awesome way more advanced technology than we do and i don't think they're indestructible i think at the end of the they're definitely indestructible to us but to the elements to nature to all sorts of other factors the worlds you know you know they they can germs they exactly there's things that they're they're not uh godlike i don't Mm. think you know at the end of the day just they've obviously come across uh technologies or you know, they, they're, they're some ways more advanced than we are. But if you look at our trajectory oh, in terms of technology, we were, we're fucking catching up pretty quick. No, fucking technology no, out of hand. No, I don't, I don't think we are, man. I I think, no, no. But, no, no. If, you, if you're talking the span of the universe, you can't tell me we're, not a th- we're less than a thousand years away from having that tech. Thousand years in space you know time. What, you know is, what the problem will be. You know what the problem will be. We won't be. Here no, we we won't be. No, no, no. no but the I'm human talking, race won't be. Yeah, but I'm talking about it's taken us what ten million years to get to where we are now. 
you know, from from being monkeys to fucking you know what the here, ra- and within a thousand years we'll go to being intergalactic. Do you know? Do you know why technology is ramping up as quickly as it is? You want to hear the wacky theory on this shit? This is a fucking bit of a homework assignment for you. I've mm. got two for you before oh we go because I'm I need to bust for a piss. I've probably I'm, got a third for you. I'm done. Right? You know what the first one is? The reason why technology is increasing so rapidly is because in the '60s they developed the transistor. Right, the microprocessor came in the seventies, but that's founded on the transistor. Guess where that fucking came from? The Roswell crash. Da-dum. So ever since the Roswell crash came, you think about the decades that have come since then. Radically, every decade we've had some major advancements in technology. Right. Oh, we, we so between about, so it's, between it's gone from decades. Yep. When we grew up, it was every three, maybe five years, we got a new iteration or yep. something. Now it's it's yearly to six monthly yep. that we're getting. Yeah, you know, you're just starting. Like we were talking about 4K TVs earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, okay. I've just got a 4K TV. Yep. Remember I'm starting to enjoy it. I'm starting to get content. Yep. Not much. Now 8K's out there. Yep. yep. 12K's when, in the thoughts. Remember when we were kids? TVs were TVs, man. They didn't fucking change. They got maybe bigger, but they were still CRTs. Mm-hmm. They still were like uh, big fat things. They I still, still had, had to get up they, and the old resolution, man fucking poked me and said, go change your channel. That's right. Resolution was the resolution. All you gave a fuck was colour, right? And I mean, the it. resolution was what? 480. CRTs were mm-hmm. the same to what? Early 2000s? Yep. I mean, yep. really, yep. you know. So technology has... I mean, look at your mobile phone. That's got oh. more power in it than the IBM 360, which was a mainframe ginormous supercomputer in the 60s, right, that nobody had, Mate, right, that more, filled up a room. This has got more power this than our 286s had. Well, this had 486s. So a calculator watch. Yeah. The old Casio calculator yeah, watch. He's got one. More computer yeah, powering, can power, uh, sorry, more computer power in that than what we sent Apollo 11 to the yep, moon with. Yep. Yep. That's crazy so, shit. So here's the thing. Where did that come from? And we're just getting dumber. We're getting more. Well, we, you know why? Because we rely on our technology more and more. And I make fun at, at, at the young kids out there, the millennials. I do make fun at them. I make them, fun of them, but I right? feel sorry for them. But I feel sorry for them because you know what's going to happen to them. I'm really sorry. At some point, I say this now, and I won't be here to, to see it, right? But something's going to turn the Wi-Fi off. And it ain't coming back on. And, and then you're fucked, right? How do I cook? I'm being serious. Some, and I'm going to leave you with one last time. You know why I say this? Firstly, I think the rapid expansion of technology has come from some kind of uh, discovery from alien technology. Maybe it was Roswell. Maybe it wasn't. Or maybe, maybe it's cons- maybe it was Bob Lazar's fucking spaceship that he was reverse well, engineering. Probably not why do one. you reverse engineer spaceships? You know why you want to capture technology and use it. That's mm-hmm. what you want to do. That is the only reason why you reverse engineer. Well, something, whoever figures that right? out wins, right? That's, that's, that's right. That's, that's the so thing. the Americans figure it out. Guess who wins? They do, right? But if you reverse engineer technology that you don't have, you know what you do? You learn from it, you study it, and then you use it, right? They even did that shit in Robotech. That's something that That's I learned a today hole. too. That's a fucking rabbit hole because oh. Harmony Gold have won the rights to that and extended it for another beyond 2021. That means Robotech's fucked, but I won't talk about Robotech today, but they did that in Robotech. Shout out to Pedro. Shout out to Pedro. Suppressive personality. <laughs> the suppressive personality. That, that little fuck. I almost booked him today too because he was so upset by that news that I gave him. But the point He's is an upsetting the technology weeks, really, might have come mm-hmm. that we have today come from somewhere. Right, it had to come from somewhere, and I think it's come from something out of this world. Surprise me. But then you got to, there's the other question that never really gets. I mean, so we talk about Area 51, we talk about the Americans and the space and the UFOs. What about Russia? Mm. That's very quiet in the whole UFO front. They, you, 
there's hardly anything well, reported. There's some there. weird shit that happens in the Siberian forest. Oh, there's weird stuff that happens, right? but that's yeah. And the Siberian wilderness and desert and all the rest of it. There's some weird shit that happens there. They're very quiet, but maybe they don't have the technology or the will or the want to talk about. Well, going it. back to that right? original conversation, every decade they pull it out and they go, "Do we have the tech? No, we don't. Put it back in a vault." Yep. That's what I mean. They probably have got something hidden away, just like the Americans have, but maybe they haven't got the means to reverse engineer it. If you don't have the tools to deconstruct something, that was one of the things Bob Lazar actually said. We didn't have they it. Had, they didn't have the tools to deconstruct it. They found the metal and the alloy or whatever it was that they've never seen before, and everything they threw at it, nothing. nothing. And you know what? It's kind of like apes, right? You know when apes get the shits and they throw things at each other and all shit. that? They literally throw shit at it. That's what fucking humans are. That was They, they literally mm-hmm. saw that, that alien spacecraft in a hangar somewhere that they've excavated or uh, they've found, and they've basically hit it and, and, and smashed at it with rocks like chimps would. Like in, in Space Odyssey 2001 where they find the monolith mm-hmm. and the apes hit it with bones and rocks and mm-hmm. shit. That's what humans did with this fucking spacecraft. And they're probably still doing it. And still doing it. And even though the technology is better than it was back in the 80s, we still haven't got the means to fully understand it or fully mm-hmm. ex- exploit it, right? But a lot of the things that Bob Lazar said was that when they went and saw a spacecraft flying in Area 51, that was shit that we have created. There's also theories that, you know, the, uh, the stealth bomb and all the stuff that came in the 2000s or the late 90s, that's fucking from alien technology. That's from alien technology, they believe. And it looks like it's alien technology. It's funny that no other other country on the planet has come up with something similar. No. And why does it look so different from fucking normal aircraft? Why is it so different? I don't. I'm not a smart bloke, but to me, it sounds like they found something, and yet it's not. But they the, couldn't. They couldn't figure out the, pro, the, no, like, the pro, like the actual no. engine technology. But they, no, but they've looked at everything. But else. they've, they've looked, looked at everything, everything else, else. Yeah. right? And, and that's what I mean. I mean, I'm sure that that's something they you know. That's what I mean, and, and do regularly. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean, and they reckon the microprocessor transistors, which get wedged onto a silicon die, which is a microprocessor chip, they found that in the Roswell crash. Look that shit up. And I'm going to give you another one, another little rabbit hole, because I got to piss bad, right? And I'm is this to do with the yellow note in your pocket? No, I actually wrote down uh, the guy's name, Shermer, who's a professional skeptic, because oh, yep. I knew I wanted to talk about Bob Lazar, and if I wanted to pick him to pieces, I'd ask him the question, and Shermer would have asked that, right? Because he's a skeptic. Yep. But my my latest rabbit hole, we talked about the Russians. Guess what I watched, and I couldn't stop watching it. I binged it. Chernobyl. Oh, I've heard oh I haven't seen that oh, yet. Oh, is it good? Oh, fucking fuck. It's awesome. That's on Netflix, isn't it? No, it's, it was on Foxtel is how I watched it. Oh, no, it's on Netflix too now. It's, is on it? Netflix, it's yeah. either Netflix or Stan. I can't remember which Dude, one. Dude, yeah. I'm telling you now. I'm telling you now. That is fucking bullshit. And that's a that's a rabbit hole you can't get out of either. The Chernobyl, the whole Chernobyl thing. The whole yeah. thing, man. Have you seen the tourist figures for Chernobyl? It's huge. They've gone through the but roof. You can do tours. They're playing with fire. They reckon... That it is still so highly radioactive. That's well, they still the, haven't finished the dome, have they? They have. They finished it in 2017. But it's still radioactive. It's as still fuck. radioactive. Have they moved it over? They have. They, what they reckon they've done is they've built. At the end of the documentary, it says that the uh, construction of the dome over the 
plant as was completed in 2017, but it's only good for a hundred years. After that, the it radiation, yeah. the, the radiation will seep through I it. Watched actually watched a doco on building that thing. Mm-hmm. That is an impressive. But you, you think you think that's fucked? Friggin' Fukushima in Japan's worse than that. They've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of these mega megavats of toxic water that they're storing, but those are starting to decay already because of the radiation. Well, then you go, what's that island? What's that island they're talking about at the moment where they used to do all the the atoll in the middle? Yeah, of the ocean? in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, yeah, the 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 where they did all their testing is starting mm. to leak. But Chernobyl was the worst, right? Because it blew up big time. Not yeah. even a little bit. It fucking blew well, up. It put they lost. Waste. They completely lost it, right? Yeah. And so watch the documentary or the mini series, whatever you want to call it. It's more of a mini. I can't series. wait to see that. Mm. It is one hundred percent unfucking believable, right? And I don't know enough about power plants and nuclear power plants to even really talk about it, but enough, but I know enough based on what they showed mm. to say that they lost complete control of this thing and every blade of grass, every toy, every animal, everything that they fucking had near that area of Chernobyl was fucking fucked, like the radioactive fucked, and to the point where they had a team of people go in and kill animals. Mm-hmm. Any animal that they found running around the streets of the... Uh, I think it was Priat. Yeah, I'm, I'm not pronouncing it right. Pri- it's it's saying like that. Priat, that town which was near the the the, uh, the nuclear power plant, they went in after the fact, and even those people would be fucked because they didn't wear much radiation suits, and even if they had them back then, the radiation was so bad it would have seeped through everything. They went in and they had uh, uh, soldiers or snipers mm-hmm. or whatever it was, and they anything that moved they fucking killed it. No bullshit, and they showed it on oh. their show, and they reckon that place. That Priat is fucked for 50,000 years. Think it, about that the, shit. The right? pictures are amazing. I wouldn't go there. Oh, actually, I probably could because I've been radiated anyway, so who gives a fuck? Yeah, I you, could prob- I you probably, know what? You'd be the most radioactive you know thing what? there. I should probably go there and fucking <laughs> sit on the swings and bask in the the, the ridiculous craziness of it. I want to be a photographer that takes that picture. <laughs> I just sit on the swings, man. They can't. I've fucking already been radiated. They can't kill me. I just fucking do it. But what I'm saying is, I can remember as a kid, I'll, t- I'll leave you with this. This blows my fucking mind. I was watching this, this show, right? And I remember as a young kid, Dad, who worked in the food industry, mm. had a massive project, right, that he had to work on. And he went to Singapore many times over it. They had to change their food sources, their raw material sources, because they used to get shit from Europe. Not fucking Russia, not from Chernobyl. Hundreds of kilometers away from the plant, mm-hmm. they had to change supply of certain uh, raw materials for their food products because it was contaminated with radiation. Da-dum. Well, Russia didn't report it for what, three days, wasn't it? Three days. They, and, uh, the world was going. They, the world's going. Hello, it, we're seeing a it, nuclear cloud. It, it, was, it was longer than that, and it was actually picked up by the French. Yeah, and they were saying there's a nuclear. The French cloud. go, "Hey, radiation levels in fucking Paris are out of control. What's going on over there?" Mm-hmm. And the Russians went. Oh, yeah, we've got a bit of a problem, right? But they didn't ask for any it's help. Okay. You watch the documentary about how fucking ridiculous... They actually had people wear lead aprons and uh, gas masks, go up onto the roof of the reactor, <laughs> no bullshit, with fucking shovels and shovel the uh, silicon or whatever they call it, Graphite, sorry, the graphite, and throw it over the edge into the reactor core, which was exposed. They looked down into the reactor core, and it was wide open, right? And they threw bits of 
bits and pieces over the roof into the reactor core, and they only had 90 seconds to do it because that was the maximum amount of time before they were cooked and get disorientated and fucking die. Oh, it's insane when you watch this thing. It's a rabbit hole, and I can't get out of it now because I want to do more Googling and more research on this shit. Because you're right, because now they've opened up the town mm. or parts of well, it still where people are people going who there. Live, uh, there's little little towns. There's people who've never moved. No, mm-hmm. still well, they, they, they go over it where they go into these remote places there, the Priat, and they say, you've got to go. And they're like, no, this is my home. Well, you got to go. And they're like, well, you know what? We've been under the rule of the Soviets. We, we, were, the, the, we were in the war. We've had guns put in our faces. There's nothing you can do to make us leave. We, we're going to stay in our homes. We're done. Oh, fuck, it's unbelievable. That's oh. a rabbit hole that you need to research. Because mm-hmm. oh, I'm telling Chernobyl you now, Chernobyl is huge, man. I was watching this series and I couldn't stop watching it, dude. I couldn't stop. It was oh. unfucking. I'm going to watch it again because hmm. it's unbelievable. And I'll tell you what, the actors they picked for it, a lot of them are from Game, Game of Thrones. No bullshit. And they look, a lot of these actors they picked, they're English actors. They look this almost lifelike to the real people that were involved in it because they show the real people that were involved in the um, re- that were running the, the plant at the time the supervisors and the, the the technical people they look like their counterparts the actors it's bullshit man oh, I'll yeah. leave you with that oh, I'm sorry M- Mrs. Rocket Russell because I fucked him I think he's got <laughs> in a rabbit hole have we said everything we wanted That's to it, say mate. about yep we're waiting yep. for the thing um, but the only thing we missed was the F-18 pilot what would you think about him I don't know enough about it to comment on it, oh, to be okay. honest. They talk about what, what, what's the, uh, what's his the name? guy that's come, he's come out, like the well, captain he, he or whatever. He didn't come out. I mean, the US government has yeah, put yeah. him out as the, the he, front man. Of, yeah, I saw. So, apparently, was yeah. it 2005 or was it 2004? Yeah. The US government had a fleet, one of their fleet of ships, for 80 days, mm-hmm. I believe it was, tracking an, a Uf, UAP. Mm hmm. Um, to the point where they sent two F-18s up to to have a look. Yeah. And have you, have you seen the footage? I have where it just bounces around and they've yeah. got this thing's fucking... But, see, but see, all this stuff... I mean, this really was like at its height in the 80s, the early 80s. And I told the story in... I, I got it wrong. I thought it was 1983. I think it's 1981 when my neighbourhood where I live, where my parents live, people saw, witnessed... Crazy shit in the sky. Oh, there's not just one person, multiple people. And I told the story on a very early podcast we did, and we took a photo, and there were weird images on oh, the that's photo. Where you sent it to yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and it's this crazy guy we used to know, and he fucking looked at it and went, "Okay, I've never seen them in that formation before." But he said, "This shit, I can't refute it. I I can't deny it." But originally he said, "I think it's bullshit, right?" But he gave it some people that he knew, and he went over it and went, "Fuck." I, we can't explain this, but everybody in the neighborhood, which back then was very remote, by the way, went, we saw something on that day. And I got it wrong. And I, by I remote, it was, it's fucking really it's remote. Really, oh. it's, it's still remote today, man. So back in the 80s, it was fucking really remote. I thought originally it was 83. I think it's more like 81. Yeah. But it was early 80s when this happened on this day. But it wasn't just our town. It was a whole series of other towns that went, we saw shit. And it reminds me of that story I told you, I just said about North Bergen in New York, where they saw something land. We never saw that. We mm. never saw something land. But they saw something land and fuck off. 
That kind of crazy shit. And oh, if yeah. one person like the, said it, uh, guys on the New Jersey Turnpike, ten minutes they sat there watching them. Yep. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of people. Yeah. So if one person says it, it's bullshit. If two people say they saw it, that's bullshit. But if a whole group of people see it, then there's got to be something to it. Now whether it's a UFO, who fucking knows? But it's weird shit, right? But at the end of the day, I think there's some legitimate things that Bob Lazar has said. I think there's legitimate. I, I think, think he was heavily compromised by the Brogan podcast. As he said in his thing, the briefings that are given, are each person has their own bit of information. So they, mm-hmm. and yep. he, he's that man. He's, yeah. he's the guy. He's the center. He, and if you want to go down the rabbit hole of UFO shit, you start oh. with Bob Lazar. That's how. That's what I, I think. You start with him. Tyson's he, not bad either. Mm. Tyson Degrassi, he's... Yeah, he's pretty good on it. You're Neil Degrassi Neil, Tyson. That's it, yeah. Yeah. I knew yeah, he's, part of his name. Yeah, and he's very even-tempered. He's very consistent with what he says. And what my problem with Bob Lazar is, if I have to nitpick, if I want to be that skeptic, which I'm not, he's a little all over the place at the moment. That's my two yeah, things. Something's going on he's been, he's been Something's up. going on, yeah. right? But that's all I want to end it with. Have you guys said everything you wanted that's to it. say? That's rock and roll. I'm hungry. Rock and roll, hungry. Got to piss. Same here. I've got to piss badly. Say hello to your mum for us. That's right. <laughs> say hello to your mum for me. We're done. <laughs> Thank you, Rocket Russell, for being in. Thanks for having me again. Thank you, Jason Relaxation, for being you. Don't go with changing. This has been Invert the Y, episode 2.1.5, whatever it is. I'm sorry I read it about UFOs and bubbles. I can't hold it. I've been fascinated by it since 1989. It's a rabbit hole I can't get out of like everything else. Like I secretly want to be abducted by aliens so they can stick an anal probe up my ass and wonder what that feels like. And no one can judge me for being so weird well, and kinky over it. it's out of space, it. so it's a different It's thing. out of space, so if you stick things up your ass, it's okay. Different. That's what they fucking told me, the aliens, because they speak to me every night. Cause they're into- and you know what else is fascinating about this podcast? That Rocket Russell never once spoke about Formula One and I never asked him about Formula One. And you know what else? I didn't do any Alex Jones voices, but I'm going to now, you fucks. Because then imagine. Well, aliens are going to come and they're going to visit us because we got news on infowars.com. And you know what you can do, you fucking sexy mother in- motherfuckers, you intergalactical motherfuckers? You know what you can do. We'll talk about more retro and bullshit on the next podcast, but until then, you can roll the buggies! <laughs> <laughs>